Learning Cipher, where each episode will give you the tools and resources that you need to help you decode the information that keeps your child from making progress so you can connect the dots and lead your child's journey. I'm your host, Jeannie Dawkins, the Parent Confidence Strategist, and I help parents like you become more confident in navigating their child's disabilities so they can reach their highest potential in school and in life while creating a home life where everybody thrives. So today we're going to talk about connection. And connection means different things, different people. But in the cipher, I like to use connection all the time because it's the most essential part to being and building a holistic life. And connection can be looked at from people from different angles. Connection to yourself, connection to your family, connection to your kids, connection to your friends, spouse. You get the idea, right? So because in the cipher we're talking about right now, let's talk about the kids. So what's interesting is as a parent, we're always connecting with our children. Is this something that we're sitting there thinking like, ooh, I want to connect with my kids? No. Okay. Which is so funny because like you will read a lot of books by white authors and they like purposely will have these titles, connect with your child, connect like, dude. I connect with my kid all the time. I don't need a book to tell me how to connect with my kid, right? But here's the thing. We are connecting with them, and most often you're connecting with them with the thing that you love, right? the thing that you're passionate about, that thing that you really, really like. For me, it's travel. And you know what else it is? It's anime and it's reading. And it's anime because... When I was a kid, and I grew up in the 90s, okay, but I'm a 70s baby, me and my brother used to jack anime. So for all you people who don't know what anime is, it's better than cartoons, right? And it comes out of Japan. Storylines are the bomb, especially if you like the wiggling who becomes the hero type scenarios, right? So we used to boost it off of the internet because there was no crunchy roll. Ain't no country road, ain't no VRV and all this stuff they got now. You had to go bootlegging on the internet. And sometimes that joint didn't even have subtitles. <laughs> but me and my brothers would watch it. Um, we watch it together. We would watch it apart. We would sh- talk about it. We would um, share um, with each other what we were watching. And you fast forward to now and my boys watch anime. And my nephews and my nieces watch anime. And me and my nieces and nephews may have nothing else to talk about, but trust and believe they'll be like, hey, you watch the anime? And I'll be like, what anime? And they'll tell me and we have this whole entire conversation. You know, we'll text about it. (laughs) And it's that way that we connect. And even with my boys and anime was actually an incentive for my children to learn how to read. Both of my boys are dyslexic. My 11 year old is no longer dyslexic. What? Yeah, he's no longer dyslexic, but my nine-year-old still is, but his incentive to read is he needs to read them damn subtitles. (laughs) So, you know, he actually came to me one day. He was like, mommy, I need to learn how to read so I can read the subtitles because I don't know what's going on. But mind you, he will watch them joints without subtitles, which is so funny because me and my brother used to do that back in the day. So we use that as a vehicle of connection. I love to travel. We use that as a as connection, even to the extent of you could get caught up in yourself and you have like, ooh, kids, don't you want to do, don't you want to travel to Paris? And you forget, but kids do not forget. 
and they will hold you accountable real quick, especially if your kid is on spectrum because they are like, you said it, you said it, you said it, no excuses. And my boys will come to me all the time and they'll say, hey, mom, when are we going to London? Hey, mom, when are we going to Paris? And now we've done those. We've been to London. We've been to Paris. We've been to Dubai. And now they're over here telling me, okay, so where are we going next? And we have these conversations about where do you think you want to go? What you, what you got, right? And it's that connection I have with them that I love. And to be honest, not really conscious of doing because you're just sharing yourself. That's, you know, that's your connection, right? Now, I'm going to switch it up and we're going to talk about the way that kids connect with us real quick, right? So <laughs> children were trying to connect with you the same way, except sometimes as a parent, we're busy, like we're moving, you know, we got stuff to do and we are not clocking into the ways that they are trying to connect with us. For instance, my son will say, hey, ma, who's your favorite YouTuber? And I'm like, boy. I don't watch no YouTube. And that will be the end of my side of the conversation. But he'll come back. He'll be like, well, let's try to help you find a YouTuber. And I'm like, I don't want want to do that. And it took a conversation with Elizabeth, the digital parenting coach. And we were talking about YouTube. And she says, you know, that's a way to connect with your child. And I look back. I was like, yo, this dude was really trying to connect with me. And I totally didn't see it. I did not see it at all. And I'm realizing that sometimes you got to slow down a little bit, just a little bit. And when they're trying to talk to you, yeah, we do not want, I don't like YouTube. Okay. Them voices sometimes I'll go on YouTube for like working out or whatever, but not just to be watching vloggers, but that's the thing that interests him. So challenging for a minute. Next time your child asks you something about YouTube or game or they're playing games, you got a gamer at home. Look, I know. For some of us, especially the moms, we're like, I don't want to play no games. Ask them about the game. What do you like about that game? Can you teach me how to play the game? Now, look, look, for all you parents out there who not play video games, not interested, which I'm sure it ain't that many, that's only going to last all the five minutes before they take over or they just get sick and tired of you. But you know what you can do. You can always, once you get booted, you know, or you get frustrated, don't walk away. (laughs) Sit there for a minute. Watch them play. You know, it's a weird connection. An interest. You know, I remember growing up, I really didn't talk to my parents. I love my parents. My parents are the bomb, okay? But I really, when I look back at my childhood, I really didn't talk to my parents like that. I didn't share my interest or what I was doing. It was more like, oh, hey, I'm doing a performance at the Kennedy Center. Or, and actually, for real, they didn't get that. You know, I think anything that they came to was like, somebody must have called them. And, you know, they missed out and maybe I missed out, you know, but just be mindful with your kids. We may not like what they like, but if that's the way that they're trying to communicate with us, then take a moment, kind of be like, you know, hey, what's going on? What do you like about that? And then let's talk about connection with yourself, which is a very important topic. And I know we're like, oh, I connect with myself all the time. Yeah, do you really though? Do you really? <laughs> Do you really? Um, Especially if you're a parent with a special child, you know, we do a lot of running around, even if you don't feel like you're doing a bunch of running around. Because one of the things as a parent 
is we are intentful with making sure our children has everything that they need to be successful in life the best way that we can. And in those things, sometimes you can, and in most times, I'm not even going to hold back on y'all. We lose ourselves. Okay. And I'm not talking about People always talk about self-care and they're like, oh yeah, you know, get your hair done, get your nails done, have a day in the spa. I am not talking about that right now. I am talking about connecting with yourself with what do you like to do? What brings you joy? What's that one thing you could do every day? Is it to read? Is it you need to get a cup of fun? Like whatever it is, what is that thing? Are you building in time to sit with yourself and connect with who you are? Are you alive or are you living are you going through the motions every day unconsciously or are you present in the moment are you able to sit and look at your life or just look at the situation and be like ah, this is all right this is okay and and when you do that it's beyond connecting with yourself it's connecting with your actions you know instead of saying these are the things that I didn't do today. Like, oh, yo, that's that one thing I did do. Instead of coming out of IP meeting, like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed at these jokers because they're not listening to me. You know, instead, go back, think about everything that was said and done and ask yourself, okay, what is it that I need to come back stronger than this and get them to listen and empower myself? Don't sit in a beat up. And it's easy to do that when. You're not conscious and connecting with yourself. I was married for 14 years. And when I came out of that thing, I realized I had lost a bit of myself because I had stopped those moments. And when I was in the eye of the storm with my kids <laughs> and diagnosis and going to the doctors, and we haven't stopped doing those things, but it's just different. It feels different. I literally would veg out, like just sitting there like, duh. I'm so tired. You know, you ever have those moments where, you know, between school, work, getting the kids, taking them therapies, you just sitting there looking on your phone and you are straight vegging the hell out. Just tired. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to feel that way until you can build in those moments to connect with yourself and give yourself a little bit of love. You know what I'm saying? And that connection with yourself it shows your kids can see it. And when you are in this mode of like, do, 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 how they receive that, how it comes across to them is totally different. We out here being super parents, S on our chest. And to them, you know, kids make up their own narrative and story about why things are happening. And to them, it may seem a little bit like mommy's tired because of me. Oh, daddy's running around a lot because of me. I'm so sorry. And I actually had a moment like that with my kids. I think we had been like a year in and on Fridays, literally they had half a day of school and we spent half a day in the therapist's office and two hour commutes. Um, I was taking my son to a reading specialist and we would do that three days a week. We were on the road for two hours on um, sessions and at three hours. And I'm like, oh, got to fix this. Oh, I'm like totally in guilt mode with myself. But just really like, we're going to do this. I'm going to help you. Ah. <laughs> and one day my son said, I'm sorry. I was like, what you sorry for? 
I'm just sorry, mommy. I'm like, why are you sorry? I'm so sorry you're so tired all the time. And I just stopped like, what? And I'm like, what is it that I'm doing that would make you think it's your fault that I'm tired? And in that moment, I stopped. And I thought about how I could be coming across to him. And I did something that I didn't do before. And I said, you're not making mommy tired. And I point out some of the things that I could tighten up on. And then I also said to him, because I realized my urgency to help my kids, I never really sat down with him. And at that time, he was nine years old and said, hey, Asar, you have dyslexia. And that's why we're going to see the reading specialist. Instead, the conversation was, don't you want to read? Mom's going to help you learn how to read. And from there, I explained to him what dyslexia was and what he was doing at the therapist. And it changed for him, regardless, that little boy was doing 150%, but it changed for him because then he understood why beyond I can't read because that was the narrative that he had. I can't read and I'm dumb, right? Man, I mean, it's like, ooh, this is hurt your heart. And when I really explained to him what it was, and he was like, there's other people like me? I was like, yeah. And we went to find, you know, all the other people, famous people who had dyslexia. And he was like, oh, okay. Connection, connecting with yourself to connect with your child and everybody, and even your family and your spouse. It really helps. It really, really helps. And we're all in this together. No one is living their life alone, point blank, period. We are symbiotic creatures, okay? And symbiosis means that we all rely on each other for something. Even your kids, like, yo, I don't blame my kids for nothing. Yes, you do. They give you something. My kids give me joy because I be having the most effed up day and they make me smile, right? It could be a hug. It could be a kind word. So I just want to challenge everyone to really think about a minute of connection with yourself a day. Take a breath. Take a breath, especially now. Just take a breath. And the next time your child says, hey, mommy, hey, daddy, do you. Oh, my God, do not shut down. Listen to them. Put it down. Anything. You on your phone, put that phone down. Put it down. I got to do that myself. (laughs) Put the phone down and make eye contact and listen to them. Take a breath because I know you want to shut it down real quick because I do. Not everybody. Now, I'm that person. And listen to them and ask them questions because they are trying to connect with you. Okay. And that's a lovely thing. You're going to build so much into creating this holistic lifestyle that the cipher is generating right now. And since this is the cipher, and I always ask my guests, what's your favorite song? What's your favorite hip hop song? Or the song that gets you going, gets you empowered. Given the fact that we're talking about connection today, I am an old school and new school hip hop person. But there's something about that energy of old school hip hop, man. And it's probably because it was during a time in my life where it was like, I don't know, man, it's just the energy. Like, can you smell it? Like for all of you out there and you think about college, high school, and the music you listen to and you listen to it now, man, it just, woo, it just makes you feel something. But on that note, I'm going to close it out with one of my favorite songs, which is called Sugar Hill. By AZ and the lyrics that I love the most that's resonating with me today is so until I see past the green pasture me being supreme master ain't much more life to fiend after but another chapter a new way of life to adapt to because these street will gas you and have you caught up in the rapture so in closing 
Every day is a new chapter for you to create. From one parent to another, you are doing the best with what you have. Remember to be patient with yourself and your child. Please subscribe and check out the website, www.theparentingcipher.com for additional resources from this episode.